it's fun to be good at things. Yeah. It's fun to be in great shape. Yeah. It's fun to not injure myself. So that all, now I can call back on all, that's why I put all the hours of work and yeah. why I train every day yeah. is so that when, in moments when my body needs to perform, I'm able to perform. That's right. That's the same thing as if Tyler, you said, hey, we're gonna go hunting this weekend. We're actually, we're gonna be hiking. We're, I know I'm prepared for that. Yep. I'm not gonna be, dev or I'm not gonna be nervous about that. Now, will it be difficult? Absolutely, it'll yeah. be hard. It's not like it's ever gonna be easy for me. But I'm not going to be nervous because I know I've put in the preparation. I know this is a lifestyle for me, not just some sort of abstract goal that I'm trying to achieve. Good morning, Ty. Good morning. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing great. You look good. Thanks, man. You got the browning hat. You got the. You like you're about to go hunting. About, about to go for a little hunt. <laughs> what season is it right now? Is there a hunting season? Uh, it is, is summer is season. Tur turkey just finished. Okay. Um, and it's the in between, which means it's hog season. It's always hog, hog season. It's always well, hog in season. Texas, in Texas, it's always hog season. That's yeah. right. So, uh, yeah, a little little downtime until dove starts in September. That's right. Texas holiday, September first. I went dove hunting twice in my life. Yeah. No other hunting. No. That's it. Well, we'll we're going to change that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah I, don't know if, I don't know if you want me out there. Ah. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I went uh, my two hunting experiences. One time I didn't shoot at all. Uh-huh. The other time we saw like five birds the whole time. Shot three out of five shots. I killed a bird though. There you go. Yeah. Come on. So I was three for that's five. That's not bad. That's... In baseball, that puts me in the Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying. Hey. I don't and, know how that puts me in hunting, but in baseball, it's Hall of Fame. And, and Dove takes a little bit of time to get used to just because they're, they're a real fast-flying bird. Yeah. So, like, you've got you to swing your barrel. Like, it's a whole deal, right? Oh, like, yeah, I was doing all that. Typically, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything you're supposed to do is textbook. Um, but, yeah. Uh, no, what, basically, what, I just closed my eyes and got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I sprayed as many, what is it, BBs? BBs, or, yeah. yeah. I sprayed BBs. as many of those as yeah. possible, and then just got lucky. Man, and, and look, my... I love hunting. I don't love killing. I love just being out there. Like I love yeah. sitting out there like dove season, like as the sun comes up, right? Like that's my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, and, or like even just like hiking in when you're deer hunting, like, and, you know, scouting out, putting the work in before, like that's mm -hmm. the part of it I love. Like the whole like killing thing is it's like, and Cam, Cameron Haynes talks about this, right? He's a really, really, um, well-known um, archer, like bow hunter. Avid, they Av would say. Avid. Avid. <laughs> <laughs> There's just um, words like well-known. Well-known, <laughs> yeah. Notorious. Turn your phone um, off, And uh, anyways, his whole deal, same, same kind of deal. Like it's, he does it not about killing an animal, not about ending a life. That's kind of part of the process. But he doesn't get a high from that. Like he gets mm -hmm. a high from all the preparation from, you know, okay, Hey, I just carried out an 800 pound animal. I just, I mean, the things, the things that all surround it, the camaraderie, the, the time out in nature. I mean, we talk about the benefits of nature. Like those are the things that are, that are great about hunting. And right. I mean, the killing is a part of it, like providing food, like lean, clean, untouched meat is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he talks about how during the pandemic, he has freezers full of yeah, oh yeah. meat, and so he, so he said he would take it to work mm -hmm. 
with them and just have a big cooler full and said and he free. donates anybody quite can a bit. take he it donates yeah, quite free. a bit like to nonprofits and stuff mm-hmm. like there's and that's I mean, his philosophy is hunters are providers yep so yeah people think the bad side of killing and you know whatever yeah. that's a whole debate but yeah. his 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 perspective on it is i'm providing for my community yeah, exactly literally and yep. he's he's you know kills one elk or one bear or whatever and mm-hmm. he can feed his family for six months yep. for a year exactly yeah, it's easy, obviously, to say this in an air-conditioned yeah, uh, room. Sure. But I think, to me, not being a hunter, it's less appealing, the whole sitting in a blind, waiting for a deer to put, like, to me, that just sounds super boring, and I don't want anything part of that. But what sounds fun is the stalking, the hiking, the having to carry it out, the tracking down. That yeah. sounds fun to me, actually. Yeah. Again, it's easy to say yeah. when I'm comfortable. I'm For sure. sure it's way harder than For sure. <laughs> anything I've ever done. But, but it's, that sounds a lot more it's, appealing to it's me. It's the effort paradox. It's the same right. deal, right? right? Like the harder you work, the more return you feel like you received. Like yeah. the more you put into it. Like if you're, okay, hey, I'm, I'm making sure one, like, you know, I've got the gear that I need. And I mean, that's, that's a whole deal in itself, making sure you've got the right setup. And then two is making sure conditions, like, making sure you understand where the wind's at, where you're coming in at, the preparation. Okay, hey, like I'm I'm actually logging and tracking when and where these animals, whatever you're hunting, are coming in from, where they're migrating from, what the timing of it. Okay, when do I have to be there? Studying that aspect of it. Like if you're, if you are like Texas, really like what, what you'll do a lot is you'll plant food plots to be able to get them like used to coming in and coming in this area. Um, you know, so there's like a, the agriculture aspect of it. You've got to go like till land and you've got to plant and you've got to, you got to cultivate and you got to do all these things. I mean, and then, or there's the, you know, the, what Cam Haynes does is, okay, Hey, I'm going to hike in in Colorado or I'm going to hike in, in the Northwest or I'm going to, you know, in Alberta, Canada, like it's going to be a week long pack in pack out type of deal. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it and it is hard. Yeah. It is really hard and it's tough. Like, uh, you know, when, uh, Michael Ely from the comfort crisis, right. He talks about Easter. it in his book, Easter, Michael, yep. Easter, Ely. Easter, Michael Easter, um, you know, and he went up into the Arctic, right. To, yeah. to hunt up there. And I mean, how brutal the conditions are, but when you finally do, mm-hmm. right. When you finally, um, see, okay, Hey, all of this preparation is it's culminating in one moment. And I've got to actually execute now. Yeah, that's. I mean, cool. that's that's where it's like, okay, this is this is cool. Yeah, this yeah, is really cool. Yeah, you, you hear about the guys, the rich dudes who go high fence hunting, and they sit in the blind for two hours and just wait for the big old buck. To, uh, we've even found a way to make hunting lazy. Yeah, and look, I'll say this too, though. Like that's ignorance. And speaking, I don't. By the yeah, way. and and I don't see like like bow hunting a lot, right? Is you'll you'll go sit in a in a blind in a tree. Mm-hmm. Um. I wouldn't say it's easy still like, yeah, like you're sitting in a, you're sitting in a, in a chair as opposed to a blind, but like you're still tracking and you've got to have this set up and understand when and where they're coming in. You've got to make sure the wind's right. I mean, there's a lot that still goes into it and it's still not as easy now. Like if you're just doing that just to kill something like I, to me, I, I'm not, I'm not going to judge. Right. Cause there's a lot of people that do it and especially here in Texas, but like, Look, if you are doing, okay, hey, this is something and and now I'm using this meat to provide for my family or provide for others, like, but just to do it, to do it, just to kill something, I mean, that's not me. And I, right. and I can't speak to somebody that does love that. Um, that That's not me. Yeah. 
Well, now that we've adequately pissed off I was going to say, all just because I'm wearing a <laughs> army green t-shirt. <laughs> but it does lead, everything yeah. leads back to fitness. There you got to go. be in great shape to go hunting like Cam Haynes does. It, like he does, yes. <laughs> so yes. I did want to, we did want to, not we're going to talk about hunting, but we are going to talk about fitness. But before we get into that, did want to thank our partners yes. for the podcast as always, uh, our friends at Sleep Number. And we were actually just talking before we pressed record, our uh, sleep scores weren't so... <sighs> Weren't so good. Mine was a little better than yours. Mine was a yeah. 72 yeah. today. Yours yeah. was a what? 40, 45. 45. Jeez. 45. Did you even sleep? Actually, hold on. Let me let me go back to my – that was my whoop sleep score. Let me go Let me go to my um, – Yeah. So while you're pulling that up, my heart rate was 55, uh, heart rate variability 190, and breath rate 15. Ugh. And why do we bring this up? Because this is what the sleep number bed shows you. This is the type yeah. of data you get each and every day. Right here, nice and convenient. If you're watching on YouTube, right here, nice and convenient on the app. And it gives you this type of data. And it, and it obviously tracks, like right here it says my sleep health, and it gives me the entire last seven days of sleep scores. And I can go back in, I can get and view the details. So really, really interesting stuff, especially for the nerds, mm-hmm. you know, who like data and who like numbers and who like to see, you know, true hard uh, information. Mm-hmm. So that they can track recovery and sleep. So we all know it's no secret. Sleep is, I think, well, I think it's becoming well known that mm-hmm. sleep is the truest and best supplement you can take. Yes. You know, the, the fitness industry and the supplement industry for a long time was able to really market to ease mm-hmm. and the comfort of just being able to take a pre-workout or a post-workout or whatever and not have to do the hard work of great nutrition, great hydration, and great sleep, Mm -hmm. we're starting to realize how important sleep is. And that's what sleep number, they're really on the forefront of sleep science and sleep data and really recognizing how important your sleep is uh, and how important it is. So get yourself to a sleep number store. Even if you can't get to a sleep number store, they've got a great website. Not only do they have great products, but they also have great resources yes they've got a great blog their scientists are constantly putting out great information on the website so get yourself to sleepnumber.com and then our second partner as always our longest running partner yes choctaw casino and resort Mm -hmm. it's summertime ty it's time for us to get up there great concerts all summer i saw on my way down here they got a great billboard talking about 400 four million dollars in giveaways they're always giving out free money she doesn't like free money no big deal so great resort style pool Brand new expansion hotel really, truly is a great spot, whether you're by yourself, you're with your friends or with your family. It really is for everybody. And here, like summertime, a lot of parents out there, what do we try to find? We try to find something for our kids to stay active. That's right. So we're trying to find camps or we're trying to trying to figure out things for them to do. Tell you what, when your kids are at a camp, maybe they're doing an overnight camp. Treat yourself to a little getaway. That's right. Take you, you and your partner. Get yeah, up there. Get up there. Have some fun. Relax. Go to the spa. Have a nice re- have a nice dinner. Go see a show. Go see a movie. I mean, play play on the what three thousand machines? New yeah. machines that are new there. Slot new machines. slot machines. I mean, it's it's great. And and or. Get your guys together. Get you're the big, girls together. You're a big blackjack guy, aren't you? I do. I like I like some yeah. blackjack. Yeah. yeah. Got I got great do. blackjack tables up there. I do. Yeah. It is good. And then you know what, man? One of the things that, that we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking. They've got a really, really cool poker room. Um, and so one of the things that we're going to be doing with them in the future is walking through, for those of you that are unfamiliar with poker or, or just like dabbled here and there, is we're going to help that. And we're going to go through a whole tutorial. On Who's like, going to help that? 
I've, I've played cards. never before. Chalk, we're just going to be the face. <laughs> See, if Ben can learn to play poker, y'all can learn to play poker. Um, I don't it, hunt. I don't play poker. I don't. There's a lot of things I don't do. I basically just eat and sleep. That's about all I'm good for. I'm, I'm not going to say it. It's the time right now. I can't make that. I can't make this comment. It's not going to be PC. It's going to be taken out. of. <laughs> so I think the point is get yourself the Choctaw. Yeah. It's a great time. Summer. It's hot. Oh, my yes. gosh. I think we're about to set records here in oh, Texas. Bro, that, this weekend. For heat. Yeah, this yeah. weekend was nuts. And yeah, 105. Yeah. So that, that pool is sounding really good right now. So get yourself up to Choctaw Casino Resort. All right. To the topic at hand. So we spend, you know, we touched on this last week. We spent a lot of time on mentality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about getting into fitness. Last week we talked about, okay, now that you've decided, you've pressed go, where do you even start? Mm-hmm. It's such a big mountain to climb. How do you funnel down the decision process to know exactly what path and what avenue to be able to start taking it on? Mm-hmm. Today I wanted to talk about something that doesn't get talked about a lot, which is... Fitness is a lifelong experience. For whatever reason, in our minds, fitness has become a, I'm going to set a goal, and once I achieve that goal, I'm good. And I'm done. And I've accomplished it. So, for instance, you hear, I want to lose 25 pounds. And that's great. And people get to that 25-pound weight loss, and then what ends up happening literally 9 out of 10 times Mm is that that person ends up gaining the weight back. Mm-hmm. Our good friend Lane Norton wrote uh, a book called Fat Loss Forever, which is a great resource for anybody who's on the weight loss journey. But literally the statistic is 90% of people who lose the weight that they set out to lose end up gaining it back. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that is because there's no plan after that weight loss to sustain it. Mm-hmm. We get so focused on that goal and that's the end-all be-all that we forget about the 50 years of life we still have left to live after we achieve that goal or whatever, wherever you are. So that's what I want to talk about today is it sounds harsh and it sounds negative, but it's actually a positive thing that your fitness journey is never over. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're ever going to get to this place where you're fully satisfied with either the way you look, the way you feel or the way you perform. So understanding that, that's what I want to talk about yeah. today is this is a long, long journey that you hopefully do the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when, when you start, and we talked last week about, okay, where to start. It's important just to start. Um, but, but as you mentioned, it's imperative that when you do start, this isn't a, hey, three months I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it everything that I got. I'm going to be super disciplined. I'm going to change my life. Well, here's the deal. is You're not going to change your life in three months. Hopefully, you have a lot longer left in your life than more than those three months. Right. So in order to change your life, your life has to change. You have to change the things that you're doing. So when you get to that, and, and I don't know, I don't think it's like, necessarily like hey i'm a dog um once i once i do this trick then i'm gonna reward myself and then that's it right like mm-hmm. hey i'm gonna i'm gonna lose that 25 pounds that i set out to do now i deserve a reward and then i just forget everything i don't think that that's the mentality that we go into but i think to your point it's just the lack of planning and understanding mm-hmm. saying okay hey now i get to that hey it's not that like 
I have to res- keep restricting my calories to 1200 calories, uh, 1200 calories a day. Like that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like that's not sustainable. Right. So what it, what it does take is it does say, okay, yes, I may not be doing the exact same thing at the end of three months, but my goals have to change. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, and, and we were talking as we were prepping for the show, like you mentioned, Hey, when you make a hundred thousand dollars in income, you don't just say, okay, Hey, I'm done. Right. Like it, it goes away. Mm-hmm. So your, your health is the very, is very, very similar to income. You work really, really, really hard to get that income. The second you stop working, it doesn't come in anymore. Mm-hmm. The second you relax and say, ah, I'm done, that stops coming in. Health benefits are the same way. The second that you stop and say, oh, I reached my goal. I, uh, I made six figures last year. Um, well, guess what? When you relax and stop, it doesn't just keep coming without effort. So the goals have to change. So it's like, okay, hey, I'm going to... I'm an associate. I'm going to try to get to a vice president level in the next two years. Okay, you get there. You don't stop. You don't just say, okay, I'm vice president. I'm done. I got here. I'm out. No, you say, okay, now at this point, I'm going to change it a little bit. Now I'm going to get to executive vice president. Now I'm going to get to a president role. Now I'm going to get to a managing director, whatever your your, uh, structure is within your organization. Same with health. It's, okay, hey, look, I need to kickstart my health journey um, and I need to be able to run a mile in under 10 minutes. And that is my goal. And I'm going to work. And that is the, the first goal that I set. And I'm going to build this, um, this health journey to start around that. And then I get there and I say, okay, now I want to be able to run five miles. And I want to average it in nine minutes. I mean, it's got to change, right? It's got to be different. And, and then as you go in your journey, and we'll talk more about this, is like for me, CrossFit is, is weird, right? Like it's a weird deal. And I talk about it all the time, and I'm that guy. I get it. I apologize. But I got some advice from someone that I trust a ton, and he owned some CrossFit gyms. He founded a company called KidStrong, and we've talked about KidStrong. And if you haven't heard us talk about it, go look it up if you've got little kiddos. But one of the things that he said when I first started is he's like, hey, look, be really smart about it. Do you want to work out for the rest of your life? I'm like, yeah, of course. He goes, well, then don't do anything today that's going to prohibit you from working out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's the same as when we get over, overly excited about starting a health journey and, and creating these routines that are unsustainable. One thing Dr. Lane Norton that you mentioned does a really, really good job of is he talks about sustainability. And when you're going to create a plan, it's a whole lot better to lose a pound a month than it is to lose 30 pounds in a month. Right. Because that pound a month is something that you can continue to sustain and you can do for the next 10 years. Before you know it, you're at your goal, and that's how you do it every single day. But for me, I, everything that I do is thinking about when I'm 60 – Am I still going to be functional? Am I still going to be healthy? Am I still going to be able to beat up on my kids, on my boys, not my girls? Yeah. Am I still going to be able to love on my girls? <laughs> Am I still going to be able to choke out my boys? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm armbar my boys. Um, but it, it's, and I want to be able to do that. And that was one of the, like, literally from before I had kids, it said, when my kids are 18, I want to be able to out snowboard, out wakeboard, out basketball out soft. I still want to be able to beat them in everything when they're at their peak. I want to be the dad that's still yeah. putting, 
putting my nuts on their forehead <laughs> when I'm dunking on them. <laughs> Good old nuts to the face. Sorry, Tiff. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's daunting, especially if you're. This isn't normal for you. If fitness mm-hmm. isn't normal for you yet, it's daunting to think of all the work it's going to take to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. The problem is there's two problems. Number one, it doesn't feel as good as you think it's going to feel. So just because you lose that 25 pounds, yes, it feels great. <laughs> yeah. But I promise you, it doesn't feel as good as you have it in your head yeah. at this point. Yeah. It's, and that's what I'm speaking on. That's what I was yeah. saying a second ago. Once you get to that point, it's not like your entire things about your life, aspects of your life have changed and yeah. it's great and it's awesome. Yeah. But if you think that it's all of a sudden going to change your entire life, I hate to disappoint you. That's just not how we were created. Yeah. And we're going to talk about this. I'm actually reading a book right now called The uh, The Molecule of More, and it's all about dopamine. It's it's actually the way we were created to never be satisfied. It's a survival thing. Yeah. So that's part of that survival mechanism is once I achieve X, it doesn't feel as good as I think it's going to feel, so I've got to now go achieve Y. So flip the perspective and think that's not a bad thing. That's a, that's actually a good thing. That yeah. that's actually keeping me moving forward. For sure. Because if if you accomplish the goal and then you just stopped and then you just cease to strive anymore, what are you really doing? What yeah? What you're doing is you're gonna just restart that. Right. The exact same thing. So it's literally two steps forward, two steps back. Right. You're literally in this dance and you're gaining no ground yeah. at all. So so that's one of the daunting things is is understand. That it's a good thing it's not going to feel yeah. as good as, yeah. as what you think it's going to feel. That's going to keep you pushing. Yeah. The other thing is it's getting to that goal, the stress, the strain, the hard work. Mm-hmm. It's, much e- it's much harder to lose a bunch of weight, let's just use that as an example, as it is to maintain mm-hmm. the weight loss. Yes. Maintain the weight loss, by definition, you're giving your body what it needs in that moment mm-hmm. or in there in that time to continue sustaining, to continue yeah. thriving. Weight loss, you're giving your body not enough. Your body has to call on its own resources it already has and start using that energy it already has to help you lose that weight. Yep. That's a very stressful period of time. Yep. But maintenance, by definition, like I said, is something now you're giving your body exactly what it needs. Yeah. So you're able to maintain mm-hmm. that weight that you, that, that loss that you took on yeah. and, that, and that you worked so hard for. So think about it that way. It's not going to be constantly this intense 24-7 grind. Right. It's sprints followed by periods of sustainability. Yep. So now that just depends also on what your goals are. So if you say, I want to lose 25 pounds, you get to that goal, and now you're saying, well, maybe I want to lose another 10 more. Okay, well, now you're going to have to ramp things up and do things a little different. Yeah, but if you say 25, and then I just want to maintain that, yeah, just take some solace in knowing that it's not going to be always be that six-month sprint that you're on right now. That's right. That's right. And it's, it's like any, any good program, like any programming that you're doing that is good is it's not – it's not going to be, all right, guys, we're doing one rep maxes for the next 12 months every single, every single week. <laughs> right. No, right? What do you do, right? You're building up to it, right? It's, it really is these... these undulating. These undulating. Oh, yeah, it's good. Undulating periodization is a term in fitness. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Who'd have thought? 
it's programming. But again, yeah. So, so you're okay. You're building up. Like you're starting off with okay. Hey, we're conditioning our muscles. We're getting, uh, and then we're going to add strength. We're going to do more volume. We're going to do more weight, and then we're going to get to a okay. We're going to test, and then we're going to start to cycle over. We're going to start cycle. It's not like your health journey is not a linear path. Right. It's always there's always going to be changes and always. And so what it takes is it just takes some intentionality. Is it takes some okay awareness like yes like i can have this goal that i want to hit in a time i've got this vacation or i've got this wedding or i've got whatever it is like there's nothing wrong with using those to as milestones as milestones right but what you've got to do and i think before you even get to that milestone is you've got to have the next one lined up mm-hmm. and it just takes a little bit of effort a lot a lot of times we get to that and then we reward ourselves and we don't have a plan afterwards and it's important to have this, okay, okay, I get here, I'm going to enjoy it, that's great. But if you're expecting, there's a couple of things. So if you're expecting the, the great feeling once you hit that goal just to last forever, it doesn't, right? Because yeah. here's, here, here's a couple of things that, like, think about. When you did 75 hard, and when I did 75 hard, people are like, dang, dude, you look different. Like, you're in your face. Like, you look, you just look different. Like, that makes you feel good. And it's like, it's some juice. Like, all right, cool. Like, I'm going to keep going. Well, when you've hit that goal and now you're in maintenance, people are just used to you looking that way. Right. The other thing that's interesting is, like, you also, because it's such a long process, you really kind of lose track of how good you really feel. Like I, I totally took for granted by the end of that, the 75 hard. And by the way, in this, I'm talking to myself too, because I hit the end of 75 hard and I kept a couple things, but like I recognize too, because I feel like crap sometimes because I'm not eating great or I'm having some drinks or whatever is I literally like now I'm like, crap, I did feel really, really good. And I did have a lot of energy when I was doing the things when my, my recovery was great. But, you, but sometimes when you get there, you forget how good you really feel, and then you just get used to not feeling great again. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, like, there was times where I'm like, man, I just feel awesome. And there was another spark, right? And it helped me continue to push forward and push forward and push forward. But one of the things that I think is really important through this overall life-changing health journey is, is recalling back on those times for me in January, February this year, and I just like felt tired all the time. And I was just miserable. And it was like, it was hard to get out of bed. And it was like all these things. And then now, like, I'm excited to get up for a 5am workout. Like, I'm literally like, I'm beating my alarm up because it's like, all right, cool. Like, I've got this today, I'm gonna beat my time. And my there's like things that like, now I'm excited because my body is in is conditioned for this. Now, is this going to be a sustainable path just to continue just like waking up and just showing up? No, Mm -hmm. like there's got to be certain things that I've got to implement into the routine and into my journey that like, all right, like you said, it's that peak, right? I'm working for something. There's another challenge, whether it's focusing on recovery, whether it's focusing on, um, you know, an actual physical, uh, like performance goal, or it's okay, I'm going to hit this or another weight loss or whatever it may be. Right. But it's really, really important that we are intentional about planning what's next as opposed to just, all right, now I'm coasting. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, because I've been in maintenance for so long, like I've never been to a point where I have to lose 25 pounds or whatever. I've, I've just never been to that place. 
for me, my goals are less, you know, those type of goals, uh-huh. and they're more performance-based. Yeah. Like, this is going to sound really dumb, but you and I just played softball the yeah. other night, last night, but when you hear this recording the other night. And to me, it feels really good to be able to play a softball game and perform well and not be exhausted at the end and not injure myself. Those are the things that are important to me now at this point. Now, it sounds really weird. Like, dude, it's softball. Relax. But but here's the deal. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and brag on Ben here real quick. Let's skip this part. It's impressive. (laughs) It is impressive. If you have a softball team out there and you need a for sale baller, (laughs) (laughs) he only charges five grand a game. That's right. That's right. No, but the point of bringing that up is it's it to me, it's it's fun to be good at things. It's fun to be in great shape. Yeah, it's fun to not injure myself. So that all, now I can call back on all, that's why I put all the hours of work and yeah. why I train every day yeah. is so that when, in moments when my body needs to perform, I'm able to perform. That's right. That's the same thing as if Tyler, you said, hey, we're going to go hunting this weekend. We're actually, we're going to be hiking. We're, I know I'm prepared for that. Yep. I'm not going to be, dev- or I'm not going to be nervous about that. Now, will it be difficult? Absolutely. It'll yeah. be hard. It's not like it's ever going to be easy for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be nervous because I know I've put in the preparation. I know this is a lifestyle for me, not just some sort of abstract goal that I'm trying to achieve. Yeah, yeah. And so that performance, that that to me is what sustains me and keeps me going. Mm-hmm. If my 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 oldest son right now, my five year old, will play anything with a ball, he is in. Mm-hmm. We'll play basketball, baseball, football, all in one night in the backyard. Yep. And so I want to be able to be out there running around with him. Mm-hmm. What if I was thirty pounds overweight? and out of shape, and I couldn't move, I'd lose out on that time with my son. That's what keeps me going. And that's why I understand this is a lifestyle. This isn't just an end goal I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. And I think, I think too, recognizing different people have different goals, have different, um, different mentalities. Like, for me, one thing that I'm in the mindset of now is, like, right, what, what can my body do? Like, I want to see, I want to yeah. push it to see what its potential is because there was a period in my life where I pushed it to the max and I, and I, I realized much of the potential that I had, not all of it. I don't think that anyone will ever realize all of the potential, maybe a few people, but I'm at the point again where it's like, it's kind of fun to see how incredible your body is, but not everybody's wired that way. Right. Somebody is just somebody that's like, I just want to be able to walk or walk up my stairs, or be able to get down on the floor with my grandchild. Like, I was having a conversation uh, with a guy in the gym, and this guy's super impressive. Um, he's, he's in his late 60s, and he just started working out at, at our gym uh, a little over two years ago, I guess. And, you know, he asked me, what was it that motivated you? What was it that got you in and restarted again? Um, and and he'd actually listened to the episode that we talked about that. Like, I was just in a really bad place. And he said, it's funny, when you were talking about that, I, I, I heard you, but mine was fear. I am motivated every day. And he's literally in there five to six days a week. He's in there squatting. He's in there snatching. He's power cleaning. Late 60s. Mm-hmm. Late 60s. And one of the things that he said is he's like, I am, I am motivated by fear because I am so scared that I'm going to be that guy that's hunched over. He can barely get to his car. He can't 
actually do anything around for himself. Somebody's going to have to, he's like, I am terrified of that. And so I'm going to prolong that as long as I can by taking care of my body and pushing my body. Because if I can, if I can squat, if I can do a thruster with 135 pounds, I for sure can bend over and pick up something on the ground. Mm -hmm. I for sure can get myself to and from somewhere. That's right. You know what I mean? And so it's different. So whatever your goals are, that's great. Work to achieve those, but don't sell yourself short by saying that's the end all be all. Right. Create more goals because once you get there, you'll realize how much potential that you still have, mm-hmm. how much you still have in the tank. Yeah. Yeah. That's what drives me is, you know, performance now, but also I'm scared to death of being the guy that when I'm 70, my brain's still sharp, but I can't move. Yeah. My body just doesn't yeah. do what I want. Yeah. We've got a next door neighbor. He's in his late 70s. That dude's out there mowing his yard twice a week. Yeah. Doing yard, I mean, that dude gets after it. Yep. That's what I want to be when I'm 80 yep. is the grandpa that can still. Now, obviously, I'm not, I'm not going to be running sprints probably at 80. But, it, but, but again, it changes, but right? Potentially. But my, yeah. my goals will be different at that point. But at that point, it's going to be, can I still pick up my grandkids? Yeah. Can I still throw them the baseball? My grandfather, he did soft toss with us, which is something you do in baseball. Yeah. Late into his, like, for a long time. Yeah. And was able to get out there. That's what I want. Yeah. And so that's not going to be possible for me to achieve if I'm constantly thinking in short-term goals and yeah. then relaxing after I reach that yeah. goal yep. and then totally shutting it off. Because yep. that's the other cruel thing about fitness. It goes quick. <sighs> yes. And again, you can look at that one of two ways. You can look at it, that's a negative or that's a positive. I look at it as a positive now because it's fun to be fit and it's fun to work out. And it's fun to achieve. But... If you take a week off, two weeks off, yeah. you're it's setting yourself fun. back. It's, it's not, not fun, fun coming when back. You come back. Yeah. It's very much you use it or you lose it. Quickly. What do you say to those people that it's never fun and, it, and they've worked out and they just, it is never fun to them? I would just question what they've tried. Have they exhausted all avenues of It's like uh-huh. we talked about last yeah. week. Have they just not tried something they're really into? Yeah. Like for you, you always hated on CrossFit until you actually tried it. Yeah. So I would just question, is that person tried truly every yeah. avenue of fitness? There's yeah. so many avenues of fitness. Yeah. And we get stuck in these, well, I only want to do bodybuilding, or I only want to do CrossFit, or I only want to do yoga. Mm-hmm. And we don't try different things. So I would challenge you, if, if you are that person, it's just not fun for me. Yeah. Okay, well, what have you tried? Yeah. Have you truly tried? There's so many ways to experience fitness. Yeah. Body weight exercises. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's tons. Of, there's Zumba class. Like, I'm not into that, but maybe you are. Yeah. I mean, salsa dancing. Like there's so many ways to express your fitness that to me, that's lazy to say, oh, it's just not fun for, well, have you tried all 30 different ways? And and not just gone two or three times. Right. Have you truly given it a run? Commit to it for an amount of time. Like Tiffany, right? She hated working out. Right. Like hated it, dreaded it. Like, and she'll still to this day say like, I... I have never liked working out. And for the first time, it's finally clicking with her. And she's finally super excited about it. And, and it took her a year of training the way that she is right now right. to get to the point where it's like, oh, this is kind of actually fun because I'm actually seeing the results. Like sometimes it does suck. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it really is. And it's just supposed like, to, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, it's the mentality of you can switch it in your head and embrace the suck. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing what, you can, what kind of mind tricks you can play on yourself 
because I, I think that that's hard. I, I think it's hard for someone. It's like, I just hate working out. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I don't know what to do. Like, those are all real things that a lot Absolutely. of people struggle with. Absolutely. So dig into yourself, look at yourself and just say, okay, hey, what is it that drives me? Is it, is it community? Okay, maybe join something where there's like actual community within a workout. Yeah, maybe it's a bar class. Maybe it's dance. Maybe it's um, uh, a, a cycling group. Find something that like you are attracted to. And we talked about this last week, but just challenge it because again, figure out, like, find something that you say, okay, hey, it's this, and then I want to do this, and then it's this, and then it's this. Just with that mentality of just not saying, hey, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit this one goal and I'm done. It's really important that you find something that you love doing, but also something that like you recognize this is gonna only take me so long. Like for you. Bodybuilding is only going to the bodybuilding type workouts, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about, so you're going to like, I'm actually going to transition a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to try something different right. just to mix it up. It's like, it's like eating Tex-Mex every single time you go out. Sometimes you got to throw some, sh- <laughs> some sushi in there. Sometimes you can throw some pizza in there. That's right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, you can't just have the same thing over and over and over and over. Sometimes you do have to mix it up a yeah. little bit. And that is the fun thing about fitness. It's so versatile. Yeah. There's so many ways so you can many express it. You can get out and play tennis. Yeah. You can get out and hike. I played pickleball. You can get out and play pickleball, which a is a ago. highly underrated game, by the way. Yes. It is so much fun. So fun. But that's the thing about yeah. fitness. It's so versatile. Yeah. So to sit there yeah. and say you don't like it, maybe you haven't tried enough yet. That's or maybe right. you haven't given it long enough yet. Yep. So that would be my encouragement from today is that this isn't a one-stop, like, I've set one goal and I'm done. This is hopefully something that you do the rest of your yeah. life. And that also takes a lot of the pressure off of skipping a workout. Yeah. Do you want to skip workouts? No. But if you happen to, that's, that's what I tell that's people all the time, point, yeah. is life is going to give you periods of rest. Yeah. You don't have to bake in rest periods or rest days into your schedule. I yeah. promise you, yeah. life is going to give you those rest days. Yes. Me... Again, I don't know anybody else that loves working out as much as I do. And I still take rest days, not because I necessarily plan them, but because maybe I'm traveling. Yep. Maybe a kid gets sick and I can't. Life hands you days of rest. Yes. So to sit there and say, well, I've got to take a rest day. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe maybe if you've been on a 30-day sprint, yeah, yeah, maybe you do. Yeah. But there's going to be periods undulating, like we talked about earlier, where life is going to hand you those. Yeah. So – that, that takes some of the pressure off yourself and realize this is the rest of my life. And that's honestly, I think that's a perfect way to end it because that's, that's really, really important is if you are thinking long-term, you are taking the pressure yes. off of yourself to like crush it every single day or you failed. Mm-hmm. That's not it, right? The, the goal is a life. So if you're, if you're in a week of seven days, if, if you're batting five, 600, as you say, you're in the Hall of Fame. That's right. If you're getting three to four days in of good work, because life is, that's a whole lot better mm-hmm. than not doing anything or doing a day a week or right. two days a week. Right. Right. So it's a matter of just finding something that is consistent, something that is main, that you can maintain. And again, it's, you may have a period where it's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to pick up the pace and I'm going to set a aspirational goal. Okay, good. That's a good little mix up. But if you're, if you're a person that say, hey, I can lose 50 pounds, create a plan that two years, 24 months, I know it's not sexy, I know it's not great, but two years from now, you have hit your goal. Mm-hmm. And, and you're trying to hit, you're trying to hit 
two pounds a month. That's your goal. Two pounds a month is all you need to do. You're going to hit your 50 pounds in two years. And think about the sustainability. Then you're not killing yourself. But what you're doing is you're creating a trajectory that is going in the direction. So you're not moving backwards. So it's not, hey, up, down, up, down. That's, that's the 90% that is doing the up and down, up and down, up and down. Be the person that has just steady growth and progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I don't think there's any better way to end than that. So if this is you, if we're talking to you today and, and fitness is something you've just started, I'm excited for you. Mm-hmm. But just lock in. Understand that you're never going to be, and I say this in a good way, you're never going to be satisfied, fully satisfied with the way you look, perform, or feel. Mm-mm. So just recognize that and recognize this is a lifestyle. This isn't just something I'm trying to accomplish and I'm done. Mm-hmm. You don't do that in any other aspect of your life. You don't do that with parenting. Mm-hmm. You don't do that in your business. You don't do that in your relationships. You don't just say, all right, once I reach this, this goal, I'm done. So why do we do that in fitness? Yeah. So that's my encouragement to you guys today is stick with it. It's a lifetime run. And, it, and, and think about the things that you gain from it. Yeah. You're going to feel so much better. Yeah. Life's going to go smoother. The colors are going to be brighter. That's right. Smells are going to smell better. Food's going to taste better. So enjoy it. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully that encourages you guys. If it did, if you did find this helpful, if you know of somebody who's struggling with their fitness, share this episode with them. We don't do that. We don't ask you to do that so that we can gain some massive following. We do that so that we can impact more people and so that more people can start getting on this train, rolling forward of people that are trying to improve. Yep. So that's how you can help us get out is by sharing these episodes. We're on Instagram at one sh- at one dot shot dot pod. We're on YouTube as well. If you want to see our smiling faces while we do these episodes. Um, I personally only consume audio only. Yeah. Yep, so same. we're same on Spotify. Same. We're on Apple as well. So appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Have a great Wednesday and we will see you all tomorrow.